Yo, Maddie, what's up, dude? Put your fucking phone down. Damn, Roddy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, no. Um. Oh, hi guys. This is Matt. What's up, dude? So I noticed you've got three, all non-completely drank drunk drinks, and you've got three drinks in front of you, and none of them are done yet. So I got your basic right water. You know, need to no feel the salt. Or Roddy, you guys drink, you know, the basic water, right? For sure. And then you got the Absolutely. coffee, which is Death Wish coffee. It's the most intense caffeine type aided coffee. Okay. And then you got your Perrier. You know, when I'm feeling a little bit bougie. That's so depending it, yeah. on what part of I am in the podcast, do I need a little pick me up? I got my coffee. Do I need just a little sip? Do I want to feel bougie? Now do you have I got the, all three? Do you got that perp perp that the purple drink? That's the purple underneath drink. the table. I got in a cup okay. right now. Yeah, As it should enough. be. Yeah. All right, guys. What's up, everyone? Sorry, we're just being retarded mm-hmm. right now. Um, so today, before we really get into it, I want to do an introduction to a series that we're hopefully going to kick off. Um, this is called the Support Our Troops uh, series here for the Rebel Reaper podcast because Matt and I both truly truly believe in supporting anyone who's ever signed their lives away on that dotted line uh no matter what branch no matter what job they hold in that branch uh we don't care if you're you you could be a fucking secretary somewhere in the military the fact is you signed away saying that you are willing to sacrifice your life for the better of the united states of america that's all that really matters to us and because of that I know Matt through his company has donated a lot and done a lot of charity, uh, both money and time, uh, towards a lot of military related charities. Uh, and we, that's just something we believe in a lot. And we kind of wanted to bring that towards the podcast element also. Um, so a little bit of back, like you have a lot of friends, obviously in the military. I have a lot of friends in the military. I had a lot of friends before, before Rebel Reaper that were in the military. I've just, <clears throat> throughout those friendships and those brotherships that I've developed through them, I've learned through their lives that how much dedication that they have, uh, their integrity, their morals. To me, that is huge. I don't care who you are. You, I mean, you don't necessarily have to be military to be my friend. I just know Exhibit a. off the bat, <laughs> the pattern of people who've been in the military or veterans or people who have fought for this country, they have a, like a personality trait that you can't just duplicate and i've noticed that those people i have an immediate mindful connection that i know that they're in the right place yes for the right reasons those are the people i I gravitate to why not support them well right there's a sense of integrity and respect that you that most people that i've ever met who are a veteran um that they hold themselves to and i can appreciate that like obviously i was i was never in the military but like you said a lot of our really good friends but you've seen us do like the cars and bike shows like we have vets from various mcs that come to our shows our events our our meetups or anything like that we've just developed friendships in the community which is absolutely great and to be honest if everything else went away um the fact that I know I'd still have those connections with those people, you yeah. know, those friendships with those people, right. uh, that's all that really means anything 
to me, I don't, I can't say for you, but to me, that's all that matters. Is yeah, I got true. homies in really good places who, I know if the zombie apocalypse ever pops off, I know exactly where I'm going, and I know there's about going to be about fifty of us loaded up ready to the to fucking gills, ready to go, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be rad. So anyhow, without further ado, um, Alex Travelin, how are you today, sir? Hey, I can't complain, man. I'm did excited I to did be I here. did I say your sorry for cutting off? Did I say your last name correctly? Yeah, you did. Okay, right on. I was afraid I was going to get it wrong. I just <laughs> <laughs> Travelin. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a cool name. Um. Thanks. So, yeah. Alex, uh, real quick, we, we won't talk about your military. Uh, experience too much because that's like like i was no well like i was saying this is less about like yes it's about supporting the troops but it's less about supporting the troops uh while they're in and more about uh, supporting them after they're out or like their their life outside of the military because that's Mm -hmm. just as important um at least everything i've gathered from veterans that is just as if not more important to them than while they're in you know while they're in they have plenty of support from each other right. it's when they get out where they really need the support you know right um so just real quick uh when did you join the military i joined back in april of 2011 okay so nine years still oh, nine going years. strong and everything right on so you're still active or you still active oh, okay yep. cool uh what branch army army all right and what's your mos uh, 42 Alpha Human Resources and 25 Bravo Communications. Oh, right on, right on. Dope. Um, like I said, we don't need to get – if you want to, you can yeah, kind of give more in, uh, into that. But if you don't want to, we can just keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely, which still doing that. Uh, went to airborne school not too long ago for the Army, so – I'm that crazy son of a bitch that jumps out of planes and gets paid for it. Fucking rad. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much the coolest thing if I've ever heard. If there's anyone that's going to kick off this podcast to be able to do that, dude. <laughs> those guys, I know, dude. I met, like, two in my life. Uh, they I just have that attitude, dude. It's just like, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm going to get shit done. Or, yeah. like, I don't care if I jump out this... Dude, one of them actually said, like, I don't care if I had a parachute. I'd still jump out that bitch and get shit done. And I was like, <laughs> right. you're fucking like, crazy, dude. Right. But oh, and yeah. the, well, there's, respect. there's two things in my entire life I will not do. And I'm I'm fairly fearless. Like, I'll do, like, I'll do and try just about anything. But there are two things that I just promised myself a long time ago that just don't make any fucking sense to me and I would never do. And one of them is jumping out of an airplane, whether with a parachute or not. It just sounds so dumb to me. And then the second one being bungee jumping for the same reason. It's no, definitely won't do bungee jumping. Jumping off of a it, the surface you're on is completely normal. It's holding you up. Why the fuck yeah. would you leave that? It <laughs> makes no sense to me. But uh, yeah, so yeah, you're crazy. so why did you get into it? Um, um, it was mainly more I felt the call to serve because I knew. Definitely, I wanted to join. I wanted to serve my country and everything. But right after high school, I kind of did a little bit of a break slash pause to sit down and talk to myself. I want to join, but I wasn't sure on what branch exactly to join at right, that time. Right. But with it, it was that period transition where we were trying to draw out of Iraq and everything else. So a lot of the branches weren't really going forth to take recruits like at the flood full. Right. So... Did you just walk into a recruiter someday and then um, not have a game plan? And then you decided maybe that day this is what you wanted to do? Or you took a while to really think about what you wanted to do? It took me a little while, honestly. So I started out weighing the pros and cons for each branch. Uh, I tried to go into the Air Force first because I wanted to go into being a a PJ or a pararescue man. Mm -hmm. But at that time, they literally wanted you if you wanted to be a nuclear engineer or nothing else. So 
It's like, okay, scratch that one. Next. I yeah. actually, I, I know one of those guys. Shout out to Jimmy. He's fucking rad. So, anyhow, sorry. Yeah, no, they're definitely a great bunch of dudes. I've worked with some of the PJs uh, out here and a few other places. Awesome cats. They definitely drink like no tomorrow, though. I'll say that. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. pretty badass motherfuckers. Yeah, so <laughs> went through. Uh, I tried to join the Navy. Um, I just kept getting thrown in a loophole with the Navy, and then I found out one of my best friends who just got off of his uh, his fourth tour went to be a detail recruiter out here in Arizona. He found out I was trying to enlist, sat down with me and my mother about, hey, here's what the Army has to offer, here's what could happen, because he laid it out to, here's a possibility of your son going in for, let's say, four to six years. He could be the guy that never deploys at all. He may have one deployment or he may have multiples, but otherwise I'm not going to sugarcoat it and sell you off like I'm a salesman to say, hey, your son's never going to do anything at all in the military. He's going to be fine. Yeah. So right. I always yeah. hate hearing that fucking line from recruiters, which is another reason why I would never want to be a recruiter myself. Is right. it a is it a big is that a big thing uh, for recruiters? Is they tell them, oh, it'll be great, no it's, worries. It varies a lot because with it, you have to meet that certain quota depending mm-hmm. on which station you're at. Because depending on the station that you're at for a recruiter, it's either you have an individual quota you have to meet, or it's a straight up group quota that you all have to meet for the month. Well, think about it, dude. You're not going to walk into a, like, I'm not comparing our vets mm-hmm. to, like, you know, cars, but I'm just saying, you walk into a car dealership, you think the salesman's going to be like, no, nah, man, I mean, after 10,000 <laughs> no, no, no. miles, this uh, $30,000 no, car is going to blow. Exactly. So. It's right. the same way because I used to work at Toyota. It's that same factor. Um, yeah. You're on that quota. You're held to a standard. If you don't you meet that, that standard. you knew that going in, right? I mean, you knew that that kind of vibe was going to be told, but you Absolutely. knew, but you knew that's the thing is, that's my point mm-hmm. is you knew that you wanted to do it anyway, regardless of that. You didn't have to have the guy to sell you what you wanted. Well, and exactly. I just, I, maybe it's cause I've been hitting the head too many times and I've fucking I too, too much fun on motorcycles to remember. But, uh, I remember walking in and taking the ASVAB right there in, you can do that in the, uh, what do they call them? What do you uh, recruiting stations and stuff like that? So they'll take it through like a like a pre testing for the ASVAB. Right, and yeah, right, right. That, then you go down to the MEP Center down in South Phoenix, take right. the actual ASVAB over there. Okay. And then So I took the pre one. Yeah. Okay, right. So. I just remember scoring fairly like decently high because I'm I'm I know that I come off as a fucking moron, but it's just because I don't really give a shit about a whole lot of stuff. Um but I'm I'm fairly intelligent. Uh so he he told me that I had scored pretty high and I could do pretty much whatever job I wanted to in the army. And I was like, cool. But then I got home. Like I hadn't, luckily I didn't sign anything. Uh, right. luckily for me, anyhow, I didn't sign anything. Talked to my parents. I was like, you know, I was thinking about joining the military and I took this pretest and he said, as long as I did this good on this test, I could pretty much do whatever I wanted. And he was like, and my dad was like, well, is that really what you want to do? And I was like, no, I really want to ride motorcycles every day. And he's like, well, you're not going to be able to do that in the military. And I said, it, he was like, this isn't World War II. You know, you yeah, just right? get to you ride. just hop on a bike and just cruise down and start gunning down Nazis and right, shit. Right, right. If that was the case, fucking sign me up. I'm there. But uh, no. That's so true. It might happen to my buddy Bobby, who is in Afghanistan now. He literally, <clears throat> so I, he became a, a customer before he became a friend. Mm-hmm. He actually, you know, ordered a custom vest through us. So he, you know, got him delivered. He's actual local, came and picked it up. We developed a friendship. He's come to a couple events. Anyway, long story short, I find out after being his friend that he's currently active. And then he just gets a call after he builds his bike. Oh, God. Yeah, it's oh, relative God. to you. It's like 
you know, he's got his new custom settlement seat who he got through us. And yeah. then he got everything built up and how he wants it. And then oh. he's like, I got to call. And no, and that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, there. I knew that if I joined the military, there would be no more motorcycle riding. And so I was like, okay, I just, I love, I love riding too much to give it up. Like, there's, I will never not have a bike. Yeah. It's just, right. period. Plain and simple. It, it, I worked really fucking hard to be able to afford the one i've got and i'm not getting rid of it so anyhow uh let's get back to the guest of hold the on hour. alex rides you want to tell everyone what you oh got? yeah yeah, yeah most definitely okay, so cool. i ride a 2017 harley davidson iron 83 it's mm-hmm. clean it's got the od green out there yep. I just yeah. saw does it. it have the star on the and tank he rolled and up to the podcast on his bike guys <laughs> had the eagle on the tank and okay. then uh, of course i had to slap my my airborne representation on the back end of my my fender, so cool. cool. Oh, yeah. Have you on. had any other previous bikes prior to this one? Or? So I had that, and then I had a what was it? An 08 Night Run. Okay. All right. All right. Right on. Did you trade that one in for this one? So I sold that one a long time ago, gotcha. which I still kick myself in the ass for parting ways with that bike. But yeah. you know what? We all got to upgrade later. Don't always have the one that's, right. that's got away. Yeah. Go ahead, Rod. Uh, well, no, just to kind of so. First off, thank you for your service. Hey, appreciate uh, support. Obviously, I know that I know from what I understand, veterans who get that they it makes them feel uncomfortable somehow. And which, as a as someone who supports the veterans, I don't see how you could feel uncomfortable. But I guess I, I'm not a veteran, so I don't know how they would feel. But uh, I've said that before, and then they'll say, "Oh no, I don't really do it," and I'm like, "I don't care, dude. Thank right. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, no disrespect, but." Regardless, thank you. you I know? just I liked his answer though. Thank you for the support. That's yeah, keep yeah. it simple. So you don't need to explain, right, not explain right, any right, of that right. shit. It's super simple and it works. It's appreciative. Um, but so like Alex, I met you a long time ago. Um, like I'm gonna be real. We don't know each other super well, you know. Right. Uh, but I have known you for a f- fairly decent amount of time. Uh, and so I kind of wanted to bring up how we met each other, and that was through. Uh, that was through a very good friend of yours who unfortunately passed away, uh, Jeff, who was, uh, was he hit on his bike? Is that how he? Uh, no, it was, um, it was a car accident out in California, but, uh, okay. yeah, he was a great guy, um, practically like a little brother to me. Right. Um, and I, I remember seeing you guys on, on the social media, you guys were always in each other's photos and stuff. He was a super rad dude. He did vocals in a super rad hardcore band out here in Phoenix. Oh yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, the the world to come. The yeah, world to come. Yeah, yeah, the world to come. We did a a little project called Hosea, and then we also had Pray for Daylight because uh, I did a little music work with him on the, on the side as well, playing drums. Dude, oh, yeah. Alex is in the hardcore music. Yeah. Absolutely. Fucking cool, man. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Man. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> cool. That's what yeah, I'm saying. So. Like, you're checking off all the lists, bro. I'm a, I'm a list. <laughs> he likes guns. He likes hardcore music. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. likes motorcycles. Yeah. Bro, we're already like 90% there. Right. For right. Friendship. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he clearly loves tattoos. Like. <laughs> the other 10% is not being an asshole, and I haven't picked up on that, so you're good. Right. Hey, right. from good. time to time on me, but no, we all have it. Hold on. I'm not allowed to be an asshole to be your friend? Well, you're 90% asshole, so that like, <laughs> voids it out. Right. So in That your, way, nobody your, else is allowed to be an asshole. And you're a host you on get, the podcast. You get too so. much of it from me. I can't, uh, I can't hate on you. No, so I just uh, I just wanted to, like, I like to say how I know people. Yeah, know? absolutely. So, uh, yeah, no, so R.I.P. Jeff, he was a fucking super awesome rad dude. I, I was had the pleasure of 
sitting down with him outside of local hardcore shows back in the day and just shooting the shit, you know? Phenomenal, man. He's such a rad dude. Uh, so let's let's get to uh, the portion of the show that I've been talking about when I introduced it is supporting what you're doing nowadays. Like, uh, obviously, you're still active duty, but mm-hmm. um, what are you doing outside of the military? Let's, uh, like, where, where, what do you, where do you work right now? So other than the military for what I do, I also work at Alpha Dog Firearms down in Tempe, Arizona. Okay. Uh, working as sales slash tactical consulting and um you guys have some really good ratings by the way thank you i looked it up before you came up here i've heard of them but i actually looked it up as a business owner i'm very i pay a lot of attention to yelps and and google of course so you guys have five stars i think four and a half five stars from what i saw out of like 147 reviews that's really good um so you guys must be doing something right oh we definitely try to rock and roll the best way we can in any way possible whether it's Hey, you're trying to look for that special order type of gun that you want or shit, you just want to come in and buy a bag of Black Rifle Coffee, which we're actually one of the biggest distributors in the Valley out here oh, that's for awesome. it. Oh, yeah. Better known, veteran operated company as well. I think everyone I who knows them knows that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been following their YouTube oh, yeah. for a long time. Uh, yeah. But I mean, they're clearly, they clearly have a good business model. Alpha Dog does. Um, yeah, most definitely. Uh, and I can tell, I could have told you that just by knowing who they've got hired there. You know, <laughs> like if you're hiring good ass dudes, you're probably a good ass place. Does Black Rifle make co- uh, K-Cups? They make K-Cups as well, and they Dude. also... all right, so I'm sorry, Death Wish. <laughs> you know, out of respect, I didn't know, because I didn't... I looked them up before, and they didn't have K-Cups at the time, so I kind of stuck with this, but... Yeah, so we actually carry their K-Cups as well, and they Shit, just started dude. flavored blends for all you that want to get really foo-foo-y with your uh, fucking yeah. coffee and everything. Hey, I drink hey, my hey, black, hey, so. hey, 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 don't hate on the foo-foo coffee. That's me all day long. <laughs> and Pumpkin I'm, Spice, I'm, Roddy. No, not Pumpkin Spice. My chick is definitely as white girl as it gets. She's very basic with the... Uh, pumpkin spice she loves that shit i don't like the pumpkin spice but i don't like black coffee i do not like just straight up black coffee i'm not a black coffee black coffee matters bro be careful (sighs) black coffee matters that's right Um, anyway keep going so you have these products you you do these for your customers why did you choose to do that does it give you some sense of like okay i this is my hobby this is what i enjoy i mean what makes you want to choose so it's a yeah it's a little bit of a combination so yes definitely it's a hobby of mine outside the military as well right um i love building guns i love going out shooting shit having the having fun out there and just being almost that quote-unquote tactical kind of dude but not too much over the extent on it not a not a what they call a motard exactly yeah yeah, yeah. hashtag hashtag motards unite yeah (laughs) (laughs) so not gonna be that short bus hero on that term no i hear you with it uh the owner over there matt boggs he's actually a good friend of mine he was one of my groomsmen in my previous marriage Mm -hmm. and um he uh, approached me and asked me and considered me, how would you feel about working at the shop? I was like, hey, why not? Rock and roll, help, yeah. helping out part-time, especially when we have gun shows come up. I'll definitely go out and represent over there, too. And uh, from there is when we started really uh, kicking the tires and lighting the fires. Hell yeah. Wow. Rad. So when are the gun shows coming back? Well, I guess there was just one uh, last weekend. So no way. Uh, they wouldn't have to wear masks or what? Yeah, it still was that factor of wearing a mask and everything, uh. which... Fuck the mask. Jeez. Yeah, no shit, Christ. dude. Especially if you're out. I, I'd assume some of these gun shows, from what I heard, I've never mm-hmm. been to one yet. They're usually outside. 
from what I heard. So uh, well, they're no, they're mixture. more indoors. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen indoor and outdoors, but like most of the ones that I've been mm-hmm. to have been inside. Like mm-hmm. they do them at convention centers and stuff. Gotcha. Right. Uh, but I've also been to ones where it's both. I've never been to one where it's purely outside. Oh, okay. Never yeah. seen that ever. Because yeah. with the ones we mostly were, it's been at the Phoenix Fairgrounds, so it's a little mix <laughs> oh, of yeah. indoor outdoor, but yeah. maybe more indoor. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, it's it's very spaced out. It's very. I gotta pay range. more attention, man, because I'm trying to. Can can you buy and sell there? Yeah, you can as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I just uh, so I kind of wanted you to expand on what you do there. Um, for you said you're a, a tactical what? A, like a tactical consultant. So basically, yeah. you'll have your customers that come in and instead of just wanting to buy only a firearm at that particular time, mm-hmm. they're curious on to what would be the right, let's say optic for my firearm whether it's a you want to rock a mini red dot on your pistol or you want to rock a full-on red dot on your long rifle or whatever else or you're looking for a good bag to carry all your firearms and other uh, shit in there or hey i just want to rock a regular holster what do i really need yeah right so essentially essentially the way i think about it is if you've ever played a first person shooter video game you get to that screen where you're picking your character and in that in those video games they call it a loadout it's right. like what yeah, it's are, almost what is yeah it's picking yeah. so you're helping them decide what their everyday loadout is going to be. or For, not every day maybe but at least a good uh, like a good edc buildup so yeah your, your good everyday carry setup okay. so with it i do have a number of people that come in and they go above and beyond most others and they'll ask as well right what would be a good battle slash duty belt if anything else I'm like Oh, holy hell. Okay, now we're getting into a new subject here for yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Because I have those kind of people. I have others that will come in and start asking questions about plate carriers, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for myself, I actually do carry a plate carrier in my vehicle. And I keep the plates in there, too. Everyone looks at me like, Dude, I mean, why the fuck not? <laughs> if, I mean, if shit's going to hit the I, fan, you're going to be prepared. Exactly. You know? Instead of being so shit, I have my tattoo vest in the back underneath my seat, mm-hmm. as well as... Uh, but I don't keep my plate with me. Uh, I probably should now. Now that I don't feel like I'm crazy. <laughs> I mean, if, if, it's, so, if it's just going to be underneath the seat, you might as well have it in there. Well, I got um, my my plate uh, is from Spartan Armory, I believe it's Spartan Armor. Yeah, down out in Tucson, actually, okay. Arizona. And okay. They're relatively priced. Things like five hundred bucks for the full setup and the sides and everything. So, but fuck, man, those things are heavy as shit. Only people really realize yeah. like, how heavy those things are. Well, yeah, I think the, three, the so. lightest... Okay. Oh, it's a level three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's at least three pounds then, right? Yeah. Okay. But when you put it on, when you got all four uh, right. you know, on your sides, and then you got the front and back, it's... I was trying to train last weekend with it on to see how mm-hmm. it felt. You know, and there was a person that commented, they're like, why are you training with the vest on? I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in the event of a sh- of a shit hits the fan scenario, dude? Right. I want to know what it feels like throwing it on because right. can I handle it? Is it going to be up against my cheek? Is this going to be in my way? I want to see how it felt. Yeah. Is and this going to interfere with me maneuvering from point A to point Z exactly. when shit gets too real for others? And you've exactly. got B through Y to get through before you're there. You exactly. Know? I don't do it every single time. I just do it you know, <laughs> that one time to see how it felt. Now I know in my brain... Okay, it's gonna feel different, but I can still get it up. You know Absolutely, I mean? because so. you want to have that mobility and that comfortability as well with yeah. all your gear. Whether it's you're just rocking a straight holster, and or you're going to a straight loadout here looking like fucking uh, Ronin from Call of Duty Warzone. Right. How's sales right now? Sales have been crazy, honestly, ever since the pandemic. Well, oh, I should yeah. say quote unquote pandemic. Right, right. Right. We yeah. don't we don't get into politics on the no. podcast. No. <laughs> the pandemic. I mean yeah. uh, <laughs> pandemic. But ever since ever since that started hitting more, um, yeah, it's definitely been 
good business wise for the sales but overall it's definitely a bit of a hassle just to try and get to our distributors so we can get stuff back so on the get, shelves you get and products the like you the people that are selling the products can't even get the products from the manufacturer so it's like exactly i can't imagine it's it's like slim pickings so you're like yeah i gotta bump up the price because it took me fucking days to even find this so i get that but what i put pisses me off is like these hoarders that when you have this open ammo, you can come in any day, and then they buy hey, eighty thousand hey, rounds, hey. dude. I'm like, what the fuck? You have to call them sex workers, not sex hoarders. Sex workers. Hoarders. <laughs> I know. I was fucking with you. But uh, uh, no, we. It's definitely that huge pain in the ass as well because we definitely do our best not to price gouge like a lot of other companies are yeah, in the valley yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Because yeah. we definitely hear of this company is doing that or this company just tripled their pricing too it's like well we're not going to be about that we want to they'll be there sell for you. it yeah. but at the same mm-hmm. time the integrity long term i think that's really going to help you out you know especially Absolutely. as a business you know keeping it there keeping it loyal uh you know hooking up your customers from time to time i think that's huge yeah we actually we absolutely try to do our best especially when it comes to special ordering because there's always people that are hell-bent set on what they want whether it's they want to buy a Glock 19 Gen 5 or they for some reason want to buy a 338 Lapua mm. and it's like okay we don't have it they don't have it by all means we'll special order it right yeah. but however comma we do let them know that might take a fucking minute <laughs> yeah it's gonna yeah. be a good solid minute so we give them a little brace for impact measure of this might take two weeks if not to a month for it to come in yeah just to give you that heads up so that way you're not thinking oh my shit's gonna be here in seven days fantastic right no just sorry <laughs> All right, so being a... Do you guys have any 223, 556? As far as I know, we did get our shipment in on Friday, so... Blackout? Uh, <laughs> not sure on blackout, but 223 at least. Okay. So 223, 556, 9mm, and 762. You trying to go subsonic? You never know, man. Hell I like yeah. to keep the backups. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotta keep them guessing. Got those yeah. hornities just in case. <laughs> yes. It goes down. Uh, all right, so uh, working in a LGS... Mm-hmm. Right, uh, which for those of you who don't know, that's local gun store or local gun shop, depending on how you fucking learned it. But working in an LGS, you've got to have some horror stories of some straight up fucking weirdos that come in and trying to buy guns or refusing to take the background check test and oh, all that God. stuff. Do you, yes. do you have any you that you can share with yeah. us? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen it firsthand, dude. But I'm curious, yeah. like you would firsthand see it. No, there's definitely uh, some people that are nuttier than squirrel shit out there that will come rock and roll into the shop. For sure. Angry? There's some that definitely do throw a tantrum like a little kid. Um, I think one of the worst ones is when people attempt, I should say, to do a straw purchase in our shop right in front of us, which for others that aren't sure on a straw purchase, it's basically when someone else goes in, buys a firearm, but they're basically buying it for someone else, whether they know they can't buy it or it's just straight... Oh, hey, here you go, man. Here's a firearm. Yeah, that's it's like it, buying beer for I was going to yeah, say. It's like going yeah. on a beer run. That's yeah. the, I was going to say it's the equivalent of being 17 years old standing outside of the Circle K going, hey, man, here's $10. Can you get me a pack of cigarettes? So that's like, a real thing? People do do that? That is a real yeah. deal thing. How often? Um, It's very scattered, but I've had... That's a, highly illegal, is it not? Extremely illegal. Yeah, I've yeah. had a couple of cases where some people attempted to come in and do such a thing to us. Um, now I've is, sold firearm right for it, but it was to someone that I knew for a fact, and they've handled guns before. Mm-hmm. And then we did like the bill of sale, even though right. you don't need to in Arizona. Just that extra safety precaution. But if people exactly. like that are out there, that's scary, man. Yeah, there, yeah. there was a there. For those of you who, whatever level of knowledge you have on guns in general, um, I 
I just I get on Reddit every now and then, uh, just to have a good laugh, and I follow a, a, more than a couple gun pages, and the people who ask questions about, uh, like, hey, I need to sell this gun, but I'm not sure how to do it. It's oh, like, dude, <laughs> you can you can literally go to any gun store in your city. I'm almost. I, I've never heard of one even outside. Even in California, I've never mm-hmm. heard of one who won't let you do it there. That's they prefer you do it there. That way, there's right. a pretty decent measure of safety. Like when I did mine, I went to the local one that's literally a mile away from my house. Right. Went to the local LGS or to the LGS, and uh, when the guy got there. You know, I was like, hey, do you have the money? Do you mind counting it? Like, I'm not going to take it from you yet because I have the gun with me and I'm not going to give it to you yet. Do you mind counting it in front of me so I can see it? Exactly. He, he did. And he was really cool. And anyone who's dead serious and they're not they're not fucking idiots or felons or anything like that, they're not going to give you a hard time about any of it because no. they want to be just as safe as you do. So I had him count it. I said, okay, that's the right amount. Uh, I showed him the gun. I said, here, here. And we did it at the counter in front of a person that worked there that I asked, like, hey, would you mind uh, supervising this transaction? He's like, oh, yeah, of course. We do it all the time. Uh, So that's a very safe way. Uh, I had him take the background check, and Mm -hmm. they let me know when it came back good. Yeah, absolutely. Which it did. And, you know, I put put the gun with the serial number visible and his uh, ID next to each other, snapped a quick picture for myself, they let us. Some people out might see that though as like overboard, but fuck, you are protecting your ass. Oh yeah, because yeah, that guy just go ass. out, dude, and yeah. just fucking unload on. We live in a crazy world these days, man. A lot of the yeah. shit that happens every day is not that, even shared on the news. That is the so. only picture I've ever taken that I have saved in multiple spots. In like I have it. I would send in, it to my email. It's in my cloud. It's It's in my cloud. It's in three different emails. I have a a hard copy of it in a folder yeah, in my house. Smart. I've got it. Uh, yeah, I've got it all. It's the one picture I've ever taken that's like. <laughs> do you yeah. do you get people that walk in? And I know some places are really strict on that. You can't rebuy guns from people. I mean, do you guys re? purchase guns from people or maybe apply it as a credit towards some gun shops do that some don't so at least with us uh we do consignment which means if you're looking at wanting to sell your own personal firearm Mm -hmm. we'll put up on the wall for you and everything else and no tax included and everything else if it sells it's going back and everything but otherwise for a straight like actual buyback Taking or anything back, else yeah, like yeah. that no we really I, don't typically yeah. places yeah probably don't do that but yeah I feel like do you is that a is that a law thing or is that like a is that like a do you need an FFL to do that or do you know anything about that so you would need an FFL but otherwise it's mainly more almost on a liability standard kind of way okay. but it varies a lot throughout different uh, LGS's out here because for example I know uh, Scottsdale Gun Club down the road, they'll buy your guns and things like that. They're literally down the road. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. I'm literally right there. Right. Yeah. So you got places like that, but otherwise, for us, we'll do consignment, but not yeah. otherwise of, hey, I, I'm done with this gun. Here, take it. Give me some money or give me some credit. Kind yeah, of yeah. No, yeah. I totally get it, man. Um, I'd imagine because when the, that's oh, what pawn shops are for. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. table sketch. Don't, don't take your, <laughs> don't take your shit to a gun. So store. back in March, right when this mm-hmm. whole pandemic kind of started, um, that's when people were panicking, right? I, oh yeah, they were freaking out. Before the pandemic, I stock up on ammo time to time, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was cheap as shit. And I knew eventually this was going to happen at some point in our lives, right? So I'm an actively going every, out there. Every four years like clockwork, my friend. Purchasing guns or purchasing, you know, ammo here and there. But, man, during March, it was just like any other day to me. Walking into uh, Sportsman's, 
Mm-hmm. And fuck, dude, the line was out the door yeah. from the gun shop. The gun shop's in the middle of the store. So middle of the store all the way out to the outside. And this was nuts. And I'm like, what's this line for? Yeah. But we waited in line. It went fairly quick. When we get halfway there, I had to go, um, which sucks because we waited all that time. But I'll tell you what, dude. I'm sure you're dealing with this. Mm-hmm. But when I got up, there's maybe 15 people ahead of me. Um, I had my fiance wait in line. Uh, to hold my spot I went up to the front to see what guns they had you know because I wasn't going to be that asshole that just walks up there (laughs) when I first got there I wanted to wait and then make it known that I've been waiting but I went to go check up the the line no joke the -hmm. the guy that was standing there he wanted mid 50s or so he blatantly said out loud to the person selling the gun I've never owned a gun before I've never shot one as he's holding the gun in his hand and kind of like waving it a little bit. So he's flagging everyone. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, dude. In my head, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, there's so many of these people on the Get that right thing now. out of his fucking and, Exactly. And that scared the fuck out of it. It really opened my eyes that, and I just read a recent statistic that 90% of gun sales have been new owners exactly. since March wow. up till now. And that's where most of the gun sales are going. And to me, that's a scary statistic because. That's the reason why I do the training I do now. Well, and you go, I don't, it's, you I don't know. know any, I don't know any hard statistics, but I'd be willing to guess that ninety-five percent of gun owners don't train. Yeah, they just they're gun owners. They're fuds, you know. A good or, majority don't train. I'll I'll admit that it's expensive right. too. I mean, you gotta right. say it, that. It varies, yeah. But dry on training class. though, mm-hmm. dry, that's what I do. Super important. I do that too. I dry right. train. That's the only training I can afford is dry training. <laughs> but, it, but it's better than it's, it's better, better than, than nothing. nothing than you, you know? sit there. Which there's also another motive for dry firing and dry training as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's the mantis system where. It's this little system you can plug into your phone and then also plug into your firearm, whether it's a pistol or a long rifle. Mm-hmm. And you can actually sit there at home and basically group in and zero your shottings. And this uh, system will let you know, hey, you're shooting too much to the left because either your sighting's off, uh, your breathing's wrong, or you're holding your firearm wrong. Wow. Right. So literally, I think I've actually seen videos insane. of that on, on YouTube. Yeah, which we had that system at the store as well. How much is it? Uh, Last I checked, it's running for about 120 150 in that range. Okay, nice. So, that's not bad. No, yeah, not it's well worth it for what, all that's going on. Like you said, there's some people that don't either have the time or the money right off the bat to go straight to the range or let alone want to wait to get into the range. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's well, a, a, range, a, a range day alone could cost 100 150 bucks by itself. Right. So I think it's worth it. Oh, absolutely. Definitely, especially if you have multiple guns and you get new ones and mm-hmm. you have it for life. Yeah. You can pretty much zero in your everything exactly and then like you said going back to uh, that guy that was holding the firearm and flagging everyone yeah we definitely have quite a number of people that do that shit there and it definitely puts me on edge it puts a a lot of our other guys on edge because they're also prior service too and so we definitely can identify right there that either but you can't like tell them that you know you can't be like uh, you know like we try to politely do right right no i understand but it's like you know if you go to a bar and someone's over drinking and the bartender's like (laughs) you just slap them (laughs) put that fucking (laughs) gun down bitch like fuck yeah you know listen here shit zipper (laughs) yeah you can't just like grab them by the shirt and toss them out i guess yeah Um, yeah maybe depending on where you're hey man the world wouldn't run if we didn't have dipshits like that so I think the world wouldn't run if we didn't have our guns, too. That's what I'm saying. Right on. Right. So, yeah, I, we definitely tend to let people know, hey, point it here, don't point it there. And they're like, but it's a, it's not loaded. 
doesn't matter. That's not the you point. You treat it as if it's loaded. Because That's the guess, number one gun rule of all time. That's everyone exactly. knows that. So do, you, do people kind of openly express why they're purchasing the gun? Are they saying, you know, I'm sure you get people that don't want it. It's a taboo thing to say, mm-hmm. I want it for home defense, which let's be real. You know, most people get it for home defense. Right. But a lot of people feel a little bit uncomfortable saying that in public. I'm sure you probably get a lot of people that are like, oh, no, I just want to kind of go pew pew or, you know, take I feel it like down. I, I, feel like I want to be a part of that pew pew life. Yeah, right? I feel but, like it's actually opposite of that. I, feel I don't know. Like what do you think? People. I mean, that's why I'm asking. Right. Do you get people that maybe you ask them what's the point of the purchase and then they kind of tell you or? Oh, absolutely. I will be straightforward and blunt with everyone that walks through the door and comes my way because I'll ask them. What is this firearm intended for? Do you want to everyday carry it in or outside the waistband? Uh, is it going to be 100% concealed carry? Is it just going to sit in your nightstand at home? Or do you just want it just because, hey, guys, look at me. I'm fucking Johnny Rambo now. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So I always ask him that. A majority, it's usually now, um, yeah, I just want I just want to feel safe. I want to feel protected with all that's going on in the world right yeah, now. It's like, yeah, yeah, oh, Okay, I, I get that. I understand that. Yeah. Have you ever fired a firearm? And it's a mix between people that have fired a gun maybe once, five years ago, to, oh, dude, I've never even shot a damn Nerf gun in my life. It's like, yeah. I'm like, holy hell. Well, in that case, put this down. I'll advise you to do this first. So I will be straightforward with the person. Granted, I might lose a commission on it if I do. Oh, fucking well, honestly. I think a lot of people. Okay, no, Roddy, don't want to talk about politics. We don't have to keep on this topic at all. I'm trying well, not just, to bring it, but... Well, the, re- hold on. the McCloskeys, for an example. Mm-hmm. Do you remember them? Yes. They were the ones that... They had the mob coming to their home. I mean, people really saw that this, that's real shit. Someone could fucking come to your home. And they come out with a gun. But Granted, the fact that she was kind of waving it. Uh, <laughs> oh, are you talking <laughs> you about... Shouldn't. Are you talking about Ken and Karen? Yes. Yes. yes, a, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that's exactly what people, you know, most people would see that and they'd be like, nah, that'll never fucking happen in my neighborhood. You saw their house. You saw right. their neighborhood. It was, it was gated. It was the area. There was a mob ready to come fucking charging your house. I would have exactly. done the same shit. And let's be real. A lot of people out there are probably thinking, yeah, it's a little extreme. But when it came to your family, your assets, your home, burning shit down, if you'll sit and heal over, dude, you don't deserve any of that shit, in my opinion. Right. right. <laughs> you just fucking lose it. You know? Get off, get off oh, yeah. politics and back oh, on yeah. the guns. <laughs> but with it, yeah, I always want to be straightforward. But thank you people. for your input. That was nice. <laughs> That's how people no, think. It's, it's, a no, it's a real thing. Right. No, yeah. it is. Absolutely. I just, the reason, let, let me, I'll just say this one time and then we'll, we'll never have to talk about it again. The reason I don't want to talk about politics uh, is A, it may. F- if we have a guest on, it may feel, make them feel uncomfortable, and that's not what I want to do with the guest. Well, it wasn't politics. It was just I, talking about I know, gun I know. control. I know, but you you pre... What you said before was like, not to talk about politics. So well, I'm I just kind of going off that. <laughs> um, automatically. But, like, people hear politics every minute of every day, especially right now, and I just I want this to be someplace where they don't have to worry about that. They can yeah. listen to something that mm-hmm. they might be interested in and maybe get a laugh or two out of. You know, that's all I want it to yeah. be. Yeah, I agree. I'll definitely try to keep it related, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. Okay, what, what else you got? What else now you got that I'm done list, scolding, right? Now that I'm done scolding you. Uh, <laughs> Politics, please come out. Right. <laughs> um, no, I just, I think that's, you have to be smart with, uh, that's part of your job. Yeah. Is to find out why is this person checking out this firearm. Right. Because you have to make, I, I've never done your job, but I would assume that 
you ask multiple, kind of like a cop. A cop asks multiple questions so that they can figure out, is this person a threat or a liability? Mm -hmm. If they are, I may start going in this direction. Or if they're not, then I can keep going in the direction that I was before. Exactly. And if you find out, if they say something that is kind of suspicious or fishy or maybe you just don't fucking believe them like like you said you may miss out on a commission which on that point is boo fucking who at least i know everyone's safe i'll still be able to sleep at night exactly knowing that somebody who is potentially a fucking shit for brains Mm -hmm. doesn't have a pistol and i didn't sell it to him right so there was a guy who got angry because they what is it you either get denied or you get approved right yeah but there is a delay the yeah, sometimes which, it delay in a background check. Yeah, which is honestly going to be a normal thing right now, yeah. honestly, yeah, with yeah, all that's yeah. going on. But um, he which, got angry though. Yeah, but she's like, funny. "What do you mean? I can't wait two weeks." And in my opinion, I'm like, two weeks isn't long, bro. And it flies <laughs> Just, by, goddamn it. Yeah, you'd be fine. And but the way he got angry was very strange. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's the vibe. He's jump around everywhere. Yeah, fishy. Yeah. So let's mm-hmm. talk about real quick. If you don't mind, you don't have to. But yeah. I want to talk about what is your EDC? Uh, if you feel like sharing with us, what's your EDC? Oh yeah, most definitely. So I actually interchange out when it comes to my firearms for everyday carry. So. Mm-hmm. I will either go through a Glock 19 Gen 4 with a custom red dot on it from a Swamp Box called the Swamp Box Sentinel, mm-hmm. which is a 3MOA red dot. I love it. It's phenomenal. Fits around my Kydex holster as well. And it's not like I'm having this big old clacky thing hit me left and right. right. It just sits snug right there. And then also a Canic TB9 Combat Series, mm-hmm. which is also nicknamed the Glock Killer right now. Okay. They're neck and neck. Cannon's been making a huge like appearance lately, which I love the firearms. They're phenomenal. They were actually um, featured in Deadpool 2. Cable used them okay. uh, for his primary. And then Canic one hang under the year back in 2017, I think it was. Well, and I think it's 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 funny that you said the Glock killer. Um, my my personal opinion uh, on Glocks is like I've heard the best I've ever heard it is um, what like a uh, the Glock dick riders, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because Glocks are popular because they have parts, parts availability, and because they're so interchangeable exactly. with in between the, even in between different calibers. It's almost like a Lego gun. Yeah, it, it really is. And I think that's why they're so popular and therefore they can be sold cheaply uh, or inexpensively. Exactly. I say. Inexpensive. Uh, I would not say cheap. They're definitely not cheap made guns, but they're, no. they are inexpensive because of how easy it is to retain uh, and get new parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as quality goes, I've I've never owned one because I don't really think they're all that great. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> nothing special about them. I don't. I personally, it's it's not my shit. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyhow, like so, those are your two that you got. Yep, those are my primary. Yeah. I, I go for everyday carry, and then along sometimes I carry an extra mag depending on what I'm gonna do for the day or how I feel comfortable with it. Right. So usually I rock like a little pit bull tactical mag holder for it and everything else, which is an easy concealed carry. Uh, in the waistband holster for right. it, and then rock a little, little knife here and there. Nothing too crazy on those, but uh, gots to have your knife exactly. And I mine's so. got my little window breaker on it. Yeah, damn, so. dude, Brody's a gangster. I got the OTF knife, bruh. Yep. So <laughs> definitely keep one of those. And then if I'm rocking in the car, absolutely, I keep my AR pistol in the trunk over there next to my plate carrier, which I did a custom build on that little seven and a half inch barrel five five six on that. 
Nice. Which everyone's like, wait. Those, I love yeah. AR pistols, dude. They're so He just cool. got he just, just got, got one so and he's amazing. super it's, happy about I, it. I thought about it. I was like, of all the guns I have, I'm like, which one am I going to build? Like, right. build exactly. Build. And I was like, oh, this is the one. <laughs> all right, Matt. So oh, yeah. what now, Me after talking shit about Glock, what kind of Glock do you carry every day? I don't carry it. <laughs> <Glock. laughs> <laughs> I got a Smith & Wesson no. Shield, okay? Okay. Uh, it's fun. XDS, small, subcompact. It's been fun. It's, it's extremely accurate. I feel very comfortable with it. At first, I was like, not these tiny fucking guns. Again, I have smaller hands than a typical person. I'm not afraid to admit that. But oh, you I got Burger King hands? But I compensate for other other areas. You know what I'm saying? So I'm cool with that. Yeah, you have All really right? long hair. Yeah, that too. Uh. Uh, so <laughs> I feel very comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about getting a Glock. It was either a 43 or the 19. But I've been really digging the 1911s lately. I've been kind of getting on my radar as something that's different. Like the yeah, I've, I've always wanted one. Um, I haven't really done a whole lot of research because, to be quite frank, I can't afford one right now, so I'm not going to put the time into researching the fuck out of 1911s and and then really, really, like, getting myself excited. To, oh, yes, I found the one that I want, you know? Yeah, and then, like, and then, oh, my God, And then yes. be like, I still need another grand. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, so, I yeah, but, uh, uh, oh, shit, I forgot what you were saying. <laughs> No, I was that. just saying, like, they're, they're nice guns. I mean, I, I, the thing is, I'm sure you get this a lot. People are like, mm. they always see, I see no matter where it is. They're like, what's the cheapest, best gun? And then insert what it is. And I'm like, in my head, I've come to learn, dude. I've owned always. cheap shit and I've owned expensive shit. Like my CZ Scorpion, that's that's a fun one. Yeah, exactly. I enjoy it. The 9mm, it's cheap on ammo. It's just a good practice gun. Right. Now I feel comfortable right. on that. That's when I moved up to the AR pistol. Mm-hmm. A little bit more expensive in ammo, but that's exactly what i wanted right and it's, it depends on what you want so anyone who asks that it's like do you want self-defense do you want home defense do you, i mean do you want just yeah. target practice it, it always varies and that's so, what i try to give with people on that too as well because it's the same thing a lot of people go walk in and be like what's the low-end budget gun you have right now on your shelf which it's like okay if you really want low-end budget here you go as a taurus uh, g2 or g3 right, which right. i actually here's have a the, g2 here's g3 the ruger security one. nine yeah exactly. <laughs> you know like well, this is dog shit ass LCP 380 then right well zeus has been coming out really good with their ars mm-hmm. and they have that uh the infinity lower i've heard has been a really good one but as far as zeus i know they actually warranty for life yeah and that's been a really big selling point i'm sure right. for a lot of people who are mm-hmm. new and it's also like 599 point price point yeah, so that's a good affordable one. I figure for people, but yeah, most definitely. And then Anderson usually is another cheaper version. And, I'm sure people are. Yeah, right. Anderson, uh, Aero Precision, uh, Red Act, well, uh, Weaponry out in Glendale as well. They're mm-hmm. local based. Um, but then of course you have what is it? Uh, Patriot Ordnance Factory or POF. They're out here in Deer Valley. Very very high end tier level ARs. Yeah. Especially for guys yeah. like me, I'm a lefty, so of course I fire. I have brass either smacking me in the fucking face. Or yeah, it's going down my shirt, branding my man titties and things like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, unless you're like competition out here yeah. and doing well, it, like you're still gonna get fine and do yeah. okay. Well, yeah. with it, it's amazing because they've actually made it to where in their POF long rifles, you can interchange out your gas tubes and blocks to where for guys like me that are lefties, your shell casing is being spent out of the chamber Outside, at like yeah. a one degree instead of a. Three degree, uh, three o'clock degree, and smacking you. Oh yeah, yeah. that's yeah. gotta suck. So, yeah, because yeah, I've been branded numerous times by brass. So yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. No. Now, uh, personally, I carry a uh, six hour P three sixty five XL every day. That's someone my, commented that's on my EDC. You know the photo that Christian took of you taking your gun out. Yeah, they said exactly what it was, and I was like, 
and all you could see is the sights yeah. and maybe the hammer. And no, then, you can't uh, even see that. You, I think you can only see the grip. And they fucking knew exactly <laughs> what it was. Yeah. And I was like, how the... Okay, th- this is why. So We have a lot of people that are into guns on our page, by the yeah, way. Yeah, no, and... It's and really cool. Fucking rad. Yeah, yeah, I'm super into them. So, well, I wouldn't say super into them, but I, I... This is what I always say when it comes to guns, is I don't know shit about guns. I don't know... I, I, don't, I don't know everything. I'm I don't know. Learning, I yeah. am not a gun guy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. However... I know a metric fuck ton about the specific guns that I own. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's not many questions that you could ask me about the guns that I do own that I won't know the que- the answer to. Well, you shouldn't so, have to. You're not fucking selling them. You're not. You exa- know? Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. So what what the fuck do I know about the Glock 43? Nothing, because I don't fucking mm-hmm. have one. I know it's comparable to what I have, but that but other than that, I don't know anything about it because it's not what I have. But if you ask me about one of my two pistols, you know, or any any of the guns that I have, right? I know those like I know those guns like the back of my hand. Um, but yeah, so I the reason that dude knew that is what I've noticed in the gun community is people who own SIGs, and this is why I got this gun. SIG is known for their quality. Mm-hmm. Their their quality is top of the line and. Uh, like when you find when you find out that the Navy SEALs preferred sidearm for decades was the SIG two two six, it's oh the Navy SEALs use this like I want to go with that brand you know so a lot of people do that you know right uh, I think they it was either late nineties or early two thousands where they That's switched but for the too, longest man. time they were SIG six hour p226 is for a long fucking time yeah um which is also another reason why uh the department of defense went with that big contract war between sig and glock for hey what's our gonna be what's gonna be our new sidearm right because they went between what was it the sig m17 all the way up to the glock 19x yeah which i love the 19x it was a good feel phenomenal it's pretty but standard they, right? they standard, ended up yeah. they ended they up went with sig unfortunately because yeah. as soon as we started getting them down the line to our units there were actually recalls on them yeah so that's what really immediately drew me off on that right and how the hammer would cock back and everything and just ignite a fucking round right so yeah cooking them um uh so let's let's do this um you said you brought some swag yeah let's uh, i want to see what you brought that that's so rad that you would do that (laughs) no one's ever brought us swag i think that's right yeah so i figured i'd bring you guys a little giddy bag of some of uh, the collector materials that we gotten over the years that either at the shop or even going to shot show and other events okay so, so let's see some decals for okay patreon orange factory out here okay Chris with the chris vectors okay so yeah definitely different different uh marketing networking labels uh yeah, yeah. throughout so, the times that we okay so i see so this is a bunch of stickers basically that are a bunch of firearms manufacturers or shops around the valley stuff like that yeah exactly so whether it's oh, down to dope. firearms or holsters things like that these are companies that we ran to either at shot oh, show dope. or wherever else okay. okay and then we got here Okay, some Alpha Dog firearm decals. That's I like that you brought more of yours than, than anyone else. He's just like, here, have 60,000 of these and oh, one yeah, each dude. of the other ones. Uh, classic firearms. We are definitely Thanks, a fan dude. of that. We were actually oh, talking yeah, we were about actually them. Oh, yeah, just talking about them nice. before you got oh, yeah. here. Uh, and then what else you got here? A couple You've of lanyards. A couple of lanyards. Okay, I'm dude, definitely you guys taking one of those home. Dude, sick. Thanks. Right? Is this your main logo? Is this your... Yeah, it's our main logo now. Oh, God, super rad, huh? That's like Hell yeah. Cool. So we got some lanyards. Got that... the eagle holding two fucking... With the M4s. With the... Yep. That's yep. gangster. And then... 
couple of uh, smoke grenades for y'all. What? Oh, hell yeah. Dude, rioters, let's go. <laughs> is, that, is that the color that's inside? Yep, that's I'm the taking that's this one. Now. I'm taking the, gr- the gangster, man. green one. Hell yeah. So, yeah, just, uh, uh, do cool. not use these indoors. <laughs> I was about to just be like, and let it off right now. Uh, <laughs> Please don't, Just to man. fuck with Matt. And all these beautiful custom vests that are so clean and nice and yeah, proper. Yeah, they smell like smoke grenade. And now yeah, they'll right? be covered in green. <laughs> it's like smoke him if you got him, huh? Right. Appreciate that, dude. Yeah, I'm going to hook you up with some stuff, too, before you leave. Yeah, for um, sure. Appreciate we'll that. We'll get you taken care of. So what were, uh, what were you going to say about these? Oh, um, so basically it's... Um, so with the smoke grenades, there's the little EG25 series. So it's a little, little smoker that will last for about 20 to 30 seconds. Uh, just pop that top, pull that pin, and... You can hold in your hand and still run around and be like, hey, I'm at a fucking rave or whatever else. Or you <laughs> right. just toss it out to the street and just it, have does it fun. get? Is it going to get hot in your hand? or As long as you don't keep it too ch- too close to where your uh, charge is, where you pull the pin, you're fine. So can I throw my Batman suit on, throw this on the ground, and then just disappear? Exactly. Oh, oh, Ninja fuck? Dust? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a Ninja Dust. Ninja <laughs> dust. Yeah. But I'm the Batman um, with an AR. So what, I, what <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. what I'm saying, because when I first mm-hmm. got this, the first thing I thought of was uh, during the 4th of July every year. Yeah. Uh, all the neighbors where, where I bought my house, all the neighbors still get together and they celebrate by just... They basically shut down the road, just mm-hmm. not like legitimately, but they just say, fuck everyone else, we're doing this for our kids, you know? And the kids just go to town and they have a blast with all these fireworks. Is this something I could hold in my hand, let off, and just hold it there and like the kids will be okay? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's sick. Mm-hmm. Cool. How much do these usually go for? So we sell them at the shop for about uh, five around and then we also sell them in the box as well. Oh, wow. Okay, so cool. So usually about. 10 or 12 come in a box and then we have different colors ranging from green yellow uh pink and then even some in uh white as well now does your shop if you want to shout them out do they sell anything specifically that's like for you guys do you have like your own apparel line or maybe your own specific products for you guys that you guys do? so we do have our own shirts and apparel over there at alpha dog firearms down in uh mill and baseline in tempe and uh otherwise we do a lot of more local base here in the valley whether it's we we sell and support patriot ordnance factory uh mac precision out in tucson and so on and so forth so we definitely tend to branch out and get all of our other uh companies out here throughout the valley to say hey we're here for you too we're gonna network with you we want to be together as one kind of thing right you know what i was thinking what and i'll let you finish your 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 thing but we're doing these monthly car and bike shows here at the event, right? Yeah. At the shop. We're, we're trying to look for firearms. new vendors, look for new ideas. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if you guys ever felt like you wanted to come out, we had a great turnout last time. Oh, yeah. We had a really good turnout. There was All the spots were full, and it was great. I mean, we do it in this tiny-ass parking lot right here, and yeah. it's literally, like, standing room only. There's not a lot of room to move around, so it's we get really good turnouts. Nice. Uh, people, people love it over here. I, I, yeah, I think it'd be super beneficial, and not for us. Like, I don't care... We want How local many, people. We want we want to support local people that we yeah. fuck with. And so, businesses, yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe just take that to your boss and be like, hey, <laughs> you yeah, know, absolutely. have him listen to this podcast. Back. Maybe I don't know. He would he I don't know if he would enjoy it or not. But that's that's an idea we can kind of work with you more on. Yeah, uh, most definitely. I can bring it back to my boss, and if I have to punch it into him, then I definitely will. Yeah. yeah that'd be fuck awesome. you. We're going. <laughs> We're going. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just feeding them knuckle sandwiches. You guys have an Instagram page, too? Yes, we do as yeah, well. Yeah, shout that oh, out real quick. Yeah, so we are also on uh, Facebook for Alpha Dog Firearms. We're on Instagram for uh, Alpha Dog FA as w- over there as well. And I think we also are about to start a Twitter page. I have to double check on Twitter's that. Twitter's the fucking cesspool of yeah. just disgust. I fucking hate Where's that it place. Where is it? I'm trying to type it in. 
Alpha dog. Alpha dog AF. AF? Or FA, sorry. FA. That's FQ. Ha! Found it. There you go. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I'll have to. We're recording on my phone, so I'll have to do that afterwards. But, yeah. All absolutely. right, so on Instagram, you're Alpha Dog AF or FA. Jesus Christ. Why don't you just say it again? Because <laughs> I'm the worst <laughs> ever. So on Instagram, we are Alpha Dog FA. And then on Facebook, as well as Alpha Dog Firearms, we're uh, veteran operated here in the Valley. We're open seven days a week. Hell yeah. And Christmas, too? Um, if need be, we will. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Which it probably be, be me, which I don't give a fuck. Right. Who yeah. cares? Uh, I'm and here then for y'all. Real quick, what is your if if you want to share your personal stuff? Maybe if if they like what you sound like on this, they can follow you. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on Facebook as Alex Traveling. If you want to rock and roll over there, um, I do post a lot of my own uh, like professional stuff, whether it's from the, the military, the gun shop, or me doing all my fitness uh, training as well on Instagram as X Turbo X Negro X. Hell yeah. That's dope. And that's, I always wondered what, uh, what exactly, cause you got some melanin in your skin and I wasn't sure. I thought you were, uh, might be Mexican or native or something, but then I saw your Instagram tag years ago and I was like, okay, that's clear now. That explains a lot more. Yeah, that, that narrows it down for me. Uh, no, I just, do get that a lot. I get a lot of people that come up and ask me, oh, are you a Hispanic Puerto Rican descent? I'm like, Oh no! But thanks for guessing, though. Right. Yeah, as soon yeah, as I yeah. tell them, because I'm black, Native American, Irish, and Italian, they're like, "Oh, holy hell, you're a mutt!" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm an endangered species." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's right funny. on. Well, we do. We like to do one last thing mm-hmm. before we go. This is the rapid fire questions round. Okay. That we do with everyone. That we're gonna have to start switching up because by the time we have probably our next couple guests on after that the guests that we're bringing on are friends of ours and they listen so they're gonna already know what they need to respond with but because i like it to be fun um all right so rapid fire i'm gonna ask you a question i just want you to respond as fast as you can with the with the answer uh what's it called coke pop or soda soda okay uh favorite fast food joint if you had to go to one uh chick-fil-a okay cake or pie cake really that's our first hey there you go Fuck yeah. That's your first cake. You've I'm been sorry, waiting for I got distracted because I was thinking about just firing off one random too. Yeah. Anyway, keep <laughs> Steak or pizza? Oh, pizza. Okay. Okay. That's mine. All right. I'm just, I'm, we finally had a cake guy. I know, That's... everyone's because they're fucking, what was the other one? Cupcakes? What? Cake or pie? Cake or pie. Oh, yeah. Fuck pie. Okay. Man, fuck you. All right. So, and you picked pizza over steak. All right. Uh, if you have, if you have your sandwich cut, let me learn how to talk again. If you have your sandwich cut, you going with triangles or rectangles? Rectangles. Okay. Is the toilet paper roll flap going front or in back? Front. Okay. Is it pronounced gif or jif? Gif? Do you know what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And you said gif? Yeah. You're correct. Okay. Uh, now, I know you said you'd take your pizza over the steak, but when you do have a steak, how do you like it? Medium rare. That's- Everyone keeps saying medium rare. Yeah, me too. I, yeah. And I realize I listened back to our last one uh, with Brian, and I realized how much of an asshole I sounded like when I was like, "What the fuck? No! Why does everyone want medium rare?" It's because I eat. I realized not everyone eats their steak like I. I like rare. 
You mean and out of 7 billion people in this world, there's people that eat their steak differently? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> well, I, well my, my chick actually just made some bacon-wrapped uh, sirloins the other night, and she... Oh, sick and she, bite, dude. I, sick <laughs> fucking meal. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> really good vegetables with it, too. Uh, that's right, Mom. I eat vegetables now. Uh, but yeah, she, I was telling her like, Hey, you know, with all these podcasts, she, all these people keep saying medium rare. And she's like, honey, you have to realize most people don't like their steaks, like straight up rare. Most liked them cooked just a little bit longer. So apparently I'm the asshole. How much time we got? Uh, plenty enough to finish this out. Uh, so, uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Got to be dogs. Sandlot or Mighty Ducks? Sandlot. I just realized I mistyped Mighty Ducks and it says Mighty Sucks. <laughs> Fucking That's killing me, small Because no one's said it so far, so it's been <laughs> pretty right. so funny. Uh, and f- last but not least, does pineapple belong on pizza? Ouch. Um, you, I might get hate for this, but yes. Oh! I, hate me if you want. I don't care. I actually dig the taste. I feel that in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I, personally, I'm kind of weird when it comes to that because, yeah, we'll, we'll go for it next time. We're running out of time here. Alex, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for being in the swag. This is fucking tight. No one's yes. ever given us free shit before. Awesome, yeah, dude. most definitely. Yeah, I'm super I'm stoked about the shit out of some stuff. Yeah, man. it's been a Hell pleasure. Yeah. This is awesome. We'll be part of the street team slapping alpha dog firearm shit all over the valley. Hell yeah. And it's honestly, I'm more excited about the smoke bomb, as I'm sure you would guess. Oh, always. Uh, so thanks again. Don't forget, everyone, support the page. Uh, support Fire Do- or Alpha Dog Firearms. Follow Rebel Reaper Podcast. Follow Rebel Reaper Clothing. Uh, and if you want that custom vest, follow Rebel Reaper Custom Vest. What is wow, it? Wow, you nailed it. Yeah? Okay. www.rebelreaper.com. That's All right, it. guys. Later. <laughs>